Hi, I'm Richard from Seneca Learning and today we're going to cover some GCSE Maths. We'll be looking at probability, in particular assigning a number to a probability, what this number means, how to calculate the probability of an event occurring, and how to calculate the probability of multiple events occurring. Probability is the likelihood of an event happening. Now as mathematicians we like to be able to assign a number to that, so we do. All probabilities lie between 0 and 1. The higher the probability, that is how likely something is to happen, the higher the number. For example, if an event has a probability of 0, there is absolutely no chance of it happening. It is impossible. An example of this might be the probability of me dropping a tennis ball out of a window and it flying up into the sky. It won't happen and it's impossible for it to happen due to the laws of physics. If an event has a probability of 1, you say it is certain to happen. That means you are 100% sure it will happen. To stick with the same example, this might be the probability of me dropping a tennis ball out of the window and it falling to the ground. If an event has a probability of 0.5, we can say that it is likely to happen exactly half of the time. Some people call this a 50-50 chance. An example of this might be the probability of tossing a coin and getting heads. Probability can be anywhere on the scale between 0 and 1. And remember, the higher the probability, the more likely the event is to occur. If a probability is between 0.5 and 1, we say it is likely to happen. And it gets more likely the closer to 1 the probability is. We would say an event with a probability between 0.5 and 1 is likely because it has a greater than 50% chance of occurring. If a probability is between 0 and 0.5, we say it is unlikely to happen, and it gets more unlikely the closer to 0 the probability is. Again, we say this is unlikely because it has a less than a 50% chance of occurring. You don't just have to write probabilities as decimals, you could also write them as fractions and percentages. We can calculate probabilities using a formula. The probability of an event occurring equals the number of ways the event can happen divided by the total number of possible outcomes. So to repeat that, the probability of an event occurring is equal to the number of ways the event can happen divided by the total number of possible outcomes. The only thing I need to add is that each of the possible outcomes in the event need to be just as likely to happen. That is, they have equal probability. Let's look at a couple of examples to explain this further. The probability of rolling a 6 on a normal 6-sided die. How many ways can this happen? Well, there's only one 6 on a die, so there's only one way. And what's the total number of possible outcomes for rolling a die? Well, there are six faces on a die, so there are six possible outcomes. Each of those six possible outcomes are just as likely as each other to occur. So there's only one way that rolling a six can happen, 
and we've got to divide it by the six possible outcomes. One divided by six is one sixth. It's fine to leave this as a fraction, but we could convert it into a decimal or a percentage if we wanted to. Let's have a look at another example. What would be the probability of rolling an even number on a normal six-sided die? So how many ways can you roll an even number? Well, you can get two, you can get four, and you can get six, and that's all the even numbers on a die. So there are three ways that you can do this. And what is the total number of possible outcomes for rolling a die? Well, again, there are six faces on the die, so there are six possible outcomes, each just as likely as each other. So there are three ways we can roll an even number, and we divide it by six possible outcomes. Three divided by six gives you one half. Again, we could leave it as a fraction, we could convert it into 50%, or we could change it to 0.5. It's important to say that this doesn't mean that when you roll a die 10 times that you will get five even numbers in those 10 rolls. 0.5 is what we call the theoretical probability. We can use it to say that if you roll a die 10 times, the best guess of how many even numbers you'd get would be five. Over a very large number of rolls, say 10 million, you would end up getting very close to five million even numbers. Again, this wouldn't be exact, but it's our best guess. So we've covered the basics, let's ramp it up a little. How would you calculate the number of possible outcomes if there were multiple things happening at once that you wanted to test. If you want to know the total number of possible outcomes for, say, spinning a spinner with five different numbers on it, rolling a die with six different numbers on it, and picking a card from a deck of 52 cards, how would you do that? If you did all those three things at one time, you might get a two from the spinner, a five from the die, and the jack of hearts from the cards. Now we need to know how many different outcomes there are when you're picking from these three things. So to calculate this, there are five possible outcomes from the spinner, six possible outcomes from the die, and 52 possible outcomes from the cards. To work out the total number of possible outcomes, we multiply these together. Five times six times 52. I've checked on my calculator. It gives me 1,000. 560. This means there are 1,560 different results or outcomes you could get from spinning the spinner, rolling the die, and picking the cards independently. This number can then be used in the formula we saw earlier. The probability of an event occurring equals the number of ways the event can happen divided by the total number of possible outcomes, in this case 1,560. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Today we've talked about how we can assign a number to a probability, what that number actually means, how to calculate the probability of an event occurring, and how to calculate the probability when there are multiple events occurring. We hope you found this podcast useful. If you've got any feedback for us, then please let us know in the comments. If you found this episode useful, you will find more episodes by searching for our new podcast channels. Search Revise GCSE and your subject for more podcasts to help you with your revision.